Welcome to the Midlife Crisis Cards Podcast with your host, Darren Herman. This podcast explores the world of sports cards from a variety of angles. Being a hobbyist collector for over 30 years, a professional software investor and angel investor in and around the card space, and a proud father who is raising children who collect and appreciate sports cards. If you want to learn more about Midlife Crisis Cards, head over to midlifecrisiscards.com where you can read his journey to card collecting, his history, and find some awesome individual cards to purchase from his personal collection. Or check out our brand new product, the Cardboard Box, a personalized and hand-selected box of cards that arrive at your front door. On the Midlife Crisis Cards podcast, we explore the convergence of Darren's worlds in the sports card industry, where hobby meets business. Without further ado, Please meet our host, Darren Herman, a.k.a. at Midlife Crisis Cards on Instagram and dherman76 on Twitter. Welcome back to another Midlife Crisis Cards podcast and Happy New Year to all listeners. In this podcast, we examine the world of live stream card breaks. Before we dive in, there's so much happening in the card world right now that I wanted to go through with all of you. First, Golden Auctions has a 1986 Fleer MJ rookie card, PSA 10, which has a final bid price of $222,000, actually just over. Keep in mind that we set a record less than a month ago at $150,000. Additionally, Instagram account Shine150 is showing some gorgeous never-seen-before exquisite Logo Man cards, such as the triple Logo Man with Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe. And of course... The NBA is back in action, and I am enjoying watching all of the games. This is also correlating to movement in the card market with prices going higher, more bid volume, and all-around activity. I don't know about you, but my ComC and StarStock accounts are starting to see quite a few more bids and activity. Okay, back to the point of this episode, number six, about live-streamed card breaks. I originally wrote about this uh, world in my sports card digital innovation pieces that appeared on Medium back in September and October of 2020. Today, we explore them in depth with Eric Doty, the CEO of Loop, an app that enables live stream card breaks with commerce capabilities built in. I am biased on Loop as I'm an investor, so you might hear my enthusiasm shine through. But I'm an investor in this space because I believe that the existing live streamed card break experience is kind of terrible. It can be 10x better, and I like investing around 10x theses. So with that said, here's Loop. Welcome, Eric. How are you doing today? Hey, Darren. Thanks for having me. I'm doing doing good, living the Florida life right now. It's It's been nice. I love it. Well, I, I'm, I'm up on the Northeast, and you know, we're supposed to get snow tomorrow. So I don't know, some people would consider that nice. I think I'd probably consider, (laughs) you know, some Florida time as, uh, as, as probably where I want to be. So thank you for, for taking the time. And I appreciate that. So, you know, man, what, what's loop and, uh, talk to me a little bit about what you've got going on there. Yeah. Loop is a new app built for sports card breaking and Pokemon breaking. Um, basically, you join the app and you can watch live streams and participate in them by buying packs and boxes and singles. And it's really this new form of kind of live e-commerce that we're trying to put together 
And it's been so much fun. We launched on October 22nd. And so we're getting into like our first real second month. And it's been great. Great. Everyone loves it. We have over a dozen sellers on board um, doing breaks every night. And everyone's been pretty happy. We're not sleeping a lot at the office. Well, not office. I guess we're all remote on this team. But uh, we're not sleeping a lot. We're building a lot of really cool features for people um, just trying to keep up with the demand. So we're going to get into all of that stuff um, as we uh, as as we get into this podcast. Um, but before we do that, you know, you you founded a company, right? You founded Loop, and you know, mm-hmm. why'd you do it? Like, what what what's the story? Everyone likes a founding story, you know. What's <laughs> what's the founding story here? And you've had an amazing background at Xbox and Mob Crush, and you know, you've done a lot of cool stuff. You know, mm-hmm. why Loop? So when I was a kid, I collected cards with my dad. And we, we lived on a dairy farm in the middle of nowhere in New York. And it was, you know, like my real tie to sports because we couldn't really go to professional sports or anything like that. So eventually I ended up in tech and video games and I worked there for 12 years. And, and as I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do next after running a small game studio, I realized that the sports card market is really cool right now. And it feels like it kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I know people that are like really in the hobby saw it coming. I started to dabble in cards again and I just loved it. I love, I love the new products. I love how the community is really banding around it. So I went, Hey, I can build something really cool in this space and did, you know, did a few months of research and kind of really saw that breaking was this hot new thing that I loved participating in. And it just seemed really logical to just start building tools for those, for those breakers. Um, and if anybody doesn't know, breaking is, I was going to uh, ask. Yeah. So, I know, <laughs> uh, but please explain to everybody who's listening. So breaking is in a couple different forms. One is you could just buy a pack or a box of cards and they're opened on stream for you. And everybody else watching the stream sees what you get. And it's like this big, this big event, um, and then the like other form, yeah, cool. pretty much a personal unboxing with, with cards. And the other form is what they call group or team breaks where they have a large box or a bunch of boxes for, let's say it's NBA and there's 32 teams. Um, you just buy into one team and they open those boxes and every card that comes up for, let's say you have the Pelicans, every Pelican card you get, and then they're shipped off to you. Um, and it's really exciting. It's just really, it's just social and it's so much more fun to me than trying to buy things on eBay or a website. And, and actually that's a really good point you said there before, which is, you know, the cards get shipped to you. I remember doing my first break ever and I was all excited and I did it and I was like, wait, how do the cards actually get to me? <laughs> and, then, and then after the fact, the, the, the breaker was like, please DM me your address and I will, you know, send you the cards, you know, within uh, the next week or so. Um, mm-hmm. But within Loop, that's all done automatically, which is which is kind of neat. But we'll, we'll get there. So, you know, as you were learning the breaking world and as you were, you know, breaking yourself, what, what were you using? Like, were you on Instagram like everybody else or like where were you breaking mostly? Mostly on Instagram, I found a, when I was following card accounts and trying to learn more just about the modern market, I found uh, there was a shop in LA that they do these It's not Jaspies, long... is it? No, no, it's not Jaspies. It's a Bullpen LA. It's a oh, cool. r- really nice store by LAX, pretty close to there. 
and they do these really long streams every night. There's a guy who works there, Mitch, and these streams are incredible. And you know, I'm like, fine, you know, I get it's like not peer pressure, but there's definitely like that fear of missing out. And people were buying all these boxes, and a, a box of NBA Select 2020 came up, and I, I think I, I'm trying to remember. I think maybe Jaws on the cover of that one. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to do it. 400 bucks, 450. That's my one big expense for the month. I'm going to do it. I, I'm t- tired of watching everybody else get all this joy. And he opened it and I had, I'm trying to remember what I hit. Was it a Dwayne Wade one of one? Something, Ooh. something crazy. Um, I've opened a few select boxes by now, so they all kind of blend together. Um but I was hooked immediately. I'm like, this is it. Like I, and I'm like, Oh, maybe I want to buy another one or buy a different product. (laughs) Cause it's, it's just such a cool dopamine hit. And you know, when you hit something big, you have all these strangers who soon to be like your online friends, cause you're all in the same streams together all the time. Um, you know, they're rooting you on and going like, Oh shit, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I'm like drinking a beer in my pajamas, watching the stream. (laughs) aren't we all (laughs) so when you do like what's you know you can do the online break um or you can go to the local card shop like Mm -hmm. do people do both or do you find like people just do online breaks or just go to the card shop or you know how do you think about that like why do one over the other for me and i would say at least the people that i kind of like talk about collecting with there's a place for everything. Yeah. So I I love going to the shop and seeing all the slabs in the case and, and talking about what new product is coming out and just, you know, that, that, that sense of being in the shop. And I think that harkens back to me, like growing up with a, with a card shop that wasn't too far away from where I grew up. And then there's like this very immediate experience that you can do on like a whim, like, Oh, I'm watching Netflix and I really like don't like this movie, but I'm too lazy to go find something else. I'm going to leave it on and I'm going to watch a break on my phone. And I find I do that a lot. And it's great because you can just come in for a few minutes, buy something, have it like opened, and then you just leave if you want to, um, where you just don't have that commitment of having to drive to the store. So the the short answer is I think people prefer to do both. And it just yeah. kind of depend, depends on the scenario. Yeah, just thinking about my own self and you know what I do in my own habits too. It's 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 exactly Eric as as you say. You know, it's I, I enjoy going to the shop with my son and you know looking at all the stuff and looking at the exhibit cases and seeing what's there and picking mm-hmm. up specific things. But the 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 breaks, you know, are that like online breaks are a lot of fun, especially in Loop because of the community that's there too. And like mm-hmm. every night, you see that like you know, a bunch of the same people and everyone's wishing each other good luck and, you know, high-fiving each other when they get hits. And there's just something nice about that. My only concern for myself that you said was, you know, I'm only going to do one $400 box a month, but it's so (laughs) easy. (laughs) Yeah. It's so easy every time, you know, you're in there at night and, and like you just go in whenever you want. And basically you have someone who's willing to open a pack or a box for you. It's just so easy to go in. And so I've definitely, my wife is not thrilled with the the amount (laughs) I've spent. I was was just going to say, I won't, I won't rat anybody out in the rare chance their significant other listens to this, but we have a couple people who have 
Yeah, I've I've been watching the streams that they're in and they they're hooked. And it's education for me too because there's like I like basketball and you know there's a there's some key teams and players I like. Um but I wouldn't say I'm like a huge basketball fan. And watching the breaks of basketball product actually is kind of like a crash course in some of the other teams and players. I mean, you've I've done some personal I've done breaks of basketball for other people on loop just as we were starting and learning the product. And you've heard me like murder their names. Cause I don't, some of these, especially like Eastern Sekou European. Demboya. <laughs> yeah. Frank um, Nittlekina. Those have been names I've heard. Yeah. You were, you were uh, like phonetically typing them out in chat for me. Um, so that's been even a learning experience. And I think that's even a cool way to connect with the community is like, Hey, I'm very passionate about the hobby and where the hobby can go, but I'm also like learning about other things while we do it. So one of the areas is we sort of shift now into sort of like the business of, of, of breaks and stuff like that, which is, you know, what this podcast is all about. But one of the areas that I've been thinking about, and I'd be curious to, to get your opinion on this is I think, and this is kind of my own thinking and you feel free to disagree or agree or add your own context and flavor mm-hmm. is, you know, box prices have gone up. Right. And, you know, in a forthcoming uh, podcast, we're going to talk to GTS distribution about, you know, how, you know, card, uh, how cards are acquired in boxes, et cetera. Um, but box prices have gone up, which have made team breaks uh, really interesting because mm-hmm. in a team break, you can basically split the pack of a, I mean, split the box by however many people you want to sort of split it by, which mm-hmm. isn't new. Right. You know, you could go with five friends to a card shop, buy a box and split it five ways. But online, you know, there's quite a few team breaks. I'm curious if you think that's why you've seen kind of breaking take off because the pricing of boxes of cards have gone up. Or do you just think there's other factors that are contributing to, you know, breaking, getting really popular these days? I think it's a blend of things. So. I think the the social aspect, regardless of the price of boxes, I think the social aspect, yeah. it means there's always a place for different types of breaks and group breaks. Um, or especially when you get to like pick your team where you really just, you're hunting one thing and you don't care about the base cards of any other team, which, you know, is, is a way to save money potentially and, and just try to get what you want. Um, but yeah, like you said, the the prices are definitely prohibitive for some people and it's easier just to be able to like participate in a a cheaper manner with a team and that's going to happen there's i think there's a lot of focus on the expensive product and it's continuing to go up and that's it's not a bad i mean it's frustrating sometimes if it's like a product you're really trying to get but i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because that just shows the demand of the market and it's also that's the reason why you're seeing a lot of these cards go up in value is just purely because of the demand of the boxes. Like it's, it's symbiotic. Like the, the cards you're hunting drive up the price of the box, but then the price, the increased box price drives up the price of a lot of the other cards as well. Yeah. Um, but there's it's still, quite the flywheel. Yeah. It's, it's interesting watching it happen with like prism football just came out. That was it today or yesterday. And that's already blowing up. But I mean, there's, it's easy to look at that, but there's still, there's still a ton of product out there that's cheaper. And, you know, some people say like, what about the kids? And, you know, there's score, there's Allen and Ginter. There's probably, I mean, you put me on the spot, but there's probably like three or four others that I think are like 
well within that price range. Um, so you have like the lower end and you have the higher yeah. end and it's, you're just starting to see because this market continues, it's still growing. You're seeing that higher end continue to, um, so, I mean, there's going to be a ceiling at some point, but it's, it's not right now for sure. No. Um, and so, you know, I, I, if I tune onto loop and I'm, you know, on someone's stream and I look out and there's a ton of product, whether I'm on mm -hmm. loop or Insta or, you know, uh, Facebook, you know, there's a right. ton of product in front of me. Um, and it's kind of literally like going into a card shop and saying, <laughs> you know, I want to pack a, you know, prism or select or status or whatever, you know, do, do breakers do it as like a business are they doing it for a hobby? Like, can you make money in it? Like, or is it more just, you know, it's the community and we're doing the community thing. How, how should I think of it from a business perspective? So we have, you know, we have over a dozen partners now um, selling on loop and we have both. Like we have, we have some that, you know, we have one guy that sells hockey and he sells pretty much retail or whatever he, he gets it for. And he just really loves hockey and he likes talking to people about hockey and, and seeing people rewarded for their love. And he just basically comps what he, he paid for it. Yeah. Um, and then there's others who are, you know, stocking up on thousands of product and trying to sell it, you know, trying to get it at retail and, and resell it. Or they, you know, they have some, some of our partners have distribution paths, um, you know, that those are difficult to come by. So I'm very jealous of them. Probably, <laughs> probably good for my own wallet that I don't have access to that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there are strategies around the right product at the right time, as well as like the team breaks, you can make a profit and it, it totally depends on the product as well. Like NBA, if you can be patient and hold NBA boxes, you can see 50, a hundred percent margins on those easily. Um, I remember that for, I think it was like $450 select box that I opened is now selling for like $1,400 today. And it, I don't even think it's been a full year. Um, so if you're, if you're patient, there's, there's so much room for margin. I don't know. I, I, I have to imagine most people are like me that can't let a box sick. Like no box in my house can just sit unopened. Oh yeah. I don't have it in me. <laughs> it's, it's gone the next day easily. I just get so excited. So there is a profit. So you can be making profit and breaking. And what I've noticed um, is, and, and you're actually talking about it, is, you know, even retail stores are doing online breaks too. Like there's a, a super cool retail store in Hermosa Beach, um, Jaspies, and mm -hmm. they have a whole like studio in their shop where they do digital breaks, which is kind of cool too. Um, so, you know, breaking you know, breaking is, it's not like a fad, it's here, <laughs> it's happening. And you can do it in your pajamas or you can do it all dressed up however you want to do it, you know, with a beer or wine or champagne or seltzer. Um, but uh, it's legit. Yeah. And you're seeing it more, I mean, I think the pandemic just kind of accelerated it because you have these, these brick and mortar shops who aren't getting as much foot traffic potentially or any at all, depending on what part of the US they're in. So breaking is a great way to just like get that audience back in as well as like audience that you never had access to before. Such a good point, you know, absolutely. And so if I were to take a box and sell it on eBay, you know, how much would an eBay take? Or if I put the same box on like Shopify, how mm -hmm. much would like a Shopify take? And then, you know, there's loop. And mm -hmm. so, you know, do, do box breakers, 
you know, do they make the economic decision that, you know, loop uh, could be more, uh, you know, more uh, or less expensive to, uh, to, to uh, go on or, you know, do they go on for different reasons? Like talk to me a little bit about like the economic side of it. Yeah. The two, the two biggest values that we provide to sellers is that um, we take less than eBay and StockX by a, by a huge margin. Um, we have a flat fee for them or a flat percentage on all their transactions. Um, the other side is that we just reduce friction in every possible way. So managing your inventory and listing items, super easy to do. Um, getting someone to make a purchase is immediate. They don't have to like go anywhere else. They don't have to write you anything or give you any information. It's all just included with the purchase flow. Um, you can you can go live, list an item and make a purchase or make a sale in, I believe it's like 14 seconds, maybe even less. Um, that's just, just how fast our platform is. And also compared to a lot of the other platforms, our um, latency right now, which is the time from like you saying something and the person hearing it, is about a 20th of a second. So you can say, hey, Darren, choose box one, two, or three. And you're, you're answering which box you want immediately. It's like having a normal conversation in real time where a lot of the other platforms, you'll see latency from 10 to up to 30 seconds sometimes. And it's, it's very a disjointed conversation. So we fixed that as well. So in your former life, you were a product manager. Uh, and so I imagine, you know, you've, you've, you've attacked loop with, you know, quite a bit of a product sort of angle. Can -hmm. you walk us through the customer experience on loop? Like that walk through actually before I even get to loop, walk me (laughs) through the former experience on Instagram on, okay, I want to, you know, break tonight. So I'm going to do what, and how do I do it? And how do I pay? And how do I like do it? And then walk it through on loop. And let's look at the differences. So let's say on Instagram, you you go live using their normal live technology. You're using your phone to stream and you have your product in front of you and you could have sticky notes. You could just be saying it or typing in chat, but- Give it to me hey, from the customer, the, the, not your customer. Give it to me from the, the you know, I want to spend money on cards tonight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So not, I was going from the wrong angle there. All we'll right. So I- angle. I Let's say I follow some people, some stores and breakers on Instagram. Um, I I'm see a notification pop up or I'm already in the app and I join the stream and they have a bunch of product and either I don't know how much it is or they have like a piece of paper or a sticky note <laughs> on the product that says this is $50 or $100. And then I go, cool, I want to buy that pack. Great. Now I need to know how to pay you. So where is there a piece of paper with a PayPal or you, or do I ask you and you have to type it in chat again, or, you know, it could be a pinned, it could be a pinned chat message. And now I leave either on my phone or go to a second device, go to PayPal, pay you. Maybe I don't want to include any notes because that needs to be friend and family because that's just how the breaker is handling it at the time. So then I need wrong to begin with. Yeah. But then, um, so in that case, I need to email you or probably the address, or if it's you know goods and service, then it's just there in the PayPal payment. And then I go back to the stream. And in case it's not there, I need to go, oh, I paid, my real name is this. 
so they can look and see that you actually paid and it's you know the same person um it's a mess and then they open it and then it, whether you emailed or it was with the paypal payment they they mail you the product so that sounded that like a, it it is it's it's rough so what we do is you have loop installed and you've registered and registered is with By apple install, ID. it's an app it's yeah, it's an iOS app. Android is coming soon, and our our fans are not letting me forget ever that we don't have an Android app yet. It's coming, I swear. <laughs> um, so the you have the app, and let's say it's you're not even using the app, and we send you a push notification. Boom, seven o'clock, Midwest box breaks. Uh, ben is live now uh, with a bunch of baseball product. So you you open the app, and there it is. The stream is live. You tap in. And he has all this product and he doesn't need to have prices listed. He doesn't have to have PayPal, anything else on stream. It's just him and all of his product. Now we have a, we have a menu that you just tap and it shows everything that's available. And it's basically one tap buy. Well, two, I guess one, one you tap, I want to buy this and then you confirm and it's all handled with Apple pay. Um, as we expand the Android, we'll offer other ways to, to pay that are just as simple and that's it he gets all of he gets your payment info he gets all your shipping info it's done we've we've taken out probably three or four steps and reduced the time by you know 30 to 60 seconds and you can just sit there and keep buying all night if you want and some some people do some of our <laughs> some of our partners are uh just into they're into buying just as much as they are selling like they they love sports cards and i am very thankful for them <laughs> again well, well that's a that's a thing is when you're when you're building a product like this you know you're serving your own need and i'm like i think this is cool um i want to use this but sometimes you know i've worked in product long enough sometimes you ship you ship something and you learn hey there actually wasn't that many people that <laughs> that wanted this i was i was the minority here um but no we've had a really great launch and i think we've just with those couple features, um, I think we've really brought something unique to the breaking space, and we have plenty more features to launch over the next few months. So Peter Thiel, uh, you know, the super successful entrepreneur, you know, he's mm -hmm. got his start at PayPal and did a whole bunch of stuff since. You know, he has this these uh, uh, theory on 10x uh, mm -hmm. and the idea that you need to make you know 10x better products. Uh, and you know, when I think about the user experience on loop versus the user experience on another platform such as Insta for breaking, mm -hmm. you've easily got a 10 X better. <laughs> I mean, and I've used it. I'm an investor, you know, I feel it, I see it, you know, I've, I've, I've sold and I bought and mm -hmm. it, you know, it's absolutely 10 X better, which then leads to, you know, all the metrics. Uh, that you're talking about, like more sales, repeat purchase, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Now, now you've got me thinking because I'm 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 a data guy, and now I'm wondering if there's a if we could quantitatively prove that it's 10x faster by trying to do 10 purchases in the time it takes you to do a purchase on Instagram. I would love that. That would be I, amazing. That's challenge, as, challenge as accepted. A, <laughs> as as a as a you know as a you know. A nightly customer, like someone who just goes on nightly, you know, as a fanboy, you know, I don't even have to go on to buy to have fun. 
I just literally go on and I know the breakers at this point. And it's like, hey, midlife, you know, how you doing? And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you just have chats like and, you know, I, I think for you, one of the interesting parts is, yeah, I mean, we're selling pro like, you know, Loop is selling product um, and, and facilitating the sales of product. Um, but there's a community component. But what's nice about that is that, you know, the card community since day one was a community, right? The mm -hmm. hobby, right? The hobby is a community. And there are some amazing people in the community. And of course, there's some bad actors. But for the most part, the community is the community. And what I love about what you're building with Loop is that, you know, yes, you go on and it's super easy and almost frictionless to go buy a pack or a box or whatever in your pajamas. Mm -hmm. But there's also, you know, it's almost like cheers, right? Like you're walking into the bar and it's this, you know, you see, you know, 40, 30%, 40% of the same people that you see every night. And it's like, hey, How's it going? What's selling tonight? What's the hit? What's going on? I, I think that's a really interesting byproduct of what you're building within Loop. Oh yeah, we if already you've, if you've heard like yeah yeah we've I love the the cheers analogy because we have a we have a buyer um, a collector on Loop named uh, I think it's Beijing and he's on pretty regularly. But on top of just being there all the time and, you know, making his purchases, he's now has the reputation as Loop's uh, good luck charm. So people actually, like, they're buying. And then when he comes in the stream, there's almost like that sigh of relief of, well, Beijing's here, so I'm going to get really good cards now. And it's <laughs> so funny. Like, people like, hey, Beijing, I'm going to go buy from, from Fresh Pulls. Why don't you come over with me? That's awesome. It's Soon so we're going to start inviting Beijing to uh, Vegas with us to go play the craps table. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just I to would, make sure. Hundred percent. Yes, I would do that. So what's coming? So you know, we we've you know in in the app today, you know, we've been using it on iOS, and it's super easy for payments and mm -hmm. super easy to see what's for sale and stuff like that. But you know, as sellers or or users that are listening, you know, what's, what should we expect over the next 90 days? So we, we talked about group breaks. Those are a given. We're going to build some, you can technically do those today, but we're going to build some really cool custom tools in the app um, to support those better. Um, for the sellers, again, there's a lot of work we can keep doing on reducing friction and just making their lives easier so they can make more sales and save their time. So things like uh, streamlined automated shipping, things along those lines we're already working on. And then going so far as just how do we get people excited about new products? I don't think we do a good job today of educating and getting people anticipating. Like I, I've been so busy building a loop with my team that I actually missed that Prism was coming out. Like I totally missed it until today. And now I'm like scrambling, trying to find a box that I can open. <laughs> um, so I think that's something I'd really like for our team to address better in the app. It's just like education, what you should be looking for, um, highlighting our our breakers better. We're like, we're continuing to expand. I mean, if consider this a, a call for anybody that's out there. Um, oh boy. We're, we're always looking for more breakers. Uh, we're accelerating that. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Just really 
really fun stuff that allows you to engage with those live streams better. Um, and I think you, the thing you, you mentioned is like the community aspect, like everything we do either needs to make the life of the breaker easier, or it really needs to focus on making the community better and how you talk and meet with people and show off your collection. I'm excited. I'm excited for what's to come. So, you know, I've got a couple questions left. Um, and I appreciate your time today, Eric, but mm-hmm. for, from when you started, you know, maybe even before launch, uh, uh, but from when you started this to today, has anything changed in your vision for where you've come so far? Like, did you expect one thing and now, you know, you've already had feedback and a whole bunch of sales, like are things, has, has anything been validated or, or not? Um, and I'm curious, has anything changed on the road to where you've gotten to so far? Um, we've, we made a really big bet on the live streaming and the breaking aspect and that, that didn't come out of nowhere. Like we definitely have some other card breaking features and prototypes that'll come later, but we really took the bet on the live streaming aspect and I can't say I'm surprised that it's doing well because I think, again, my product background is reducing friction. I think it's, it's. We knew it was good. I don't think we realized the appetite. So like once the once the hard you can tell like once we start to get hardcore collectors, like they're in it. I mean, they're they're in every night, they're buying product, buying cards, talking about cards. And it's that that community aspect um, that I'm really surprised by. Like we just got it a lot sooner than I was expecting. And I'm so happy because like the last thing you want is somebody to come in, buy a pack of cards, go cool. And then they just disappear. And they, they, it was like, it happens in a vacuum and it's just such a social experience. Like on nights where I've cut myself off and I can't buy any more cards. um, I still go into the streams because it's so much fun just watching people react and and talk about it. So that's been the biggest surprise to me um, overall. I like that. I like that. So now we're going to play word association. <laughs> oh, I do man. this with all the podcasts <laughs> and I haven't told you what these words are going to be. <laughs> and so I'm curious to hear, I'm going to, I'm going to give you one word at a time, but there's only three. Um, and uh, I'm curious to get your take on, on either the word or the phrase that I give you. Okay. Uh, you ready? All right. Get excited. Yeah. So we'll start up easy live stream. Um, the easiest way to buy cards. <laughs> what about when I say Instagram? All I, all, whenever, whenever somebody says Instagram, all I think of is influencers. Like, Interesting. I, I, yes, for, I can see that. For, for me, it's just such a visual consumption product. Um, and I probably use it different than other people that, that grew up with it. But for me, it's very much like the influencers. The whole goal is just to get like big and famous on that platform. And the third is community. Uh, the life and breadth of any successful product. I, think. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's an awesome way to close. Eric, you've been amazing. Super excited about loop. Um, you know, if you haven't 
used loop or downloaded loop uh, and you have an iOS device, you know, this is the call to go to the app store, download it and uh, set up an account and log in and we'll see you on the platform. Eric, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day as building this product and getting it live. <laughs> thank you I for having me. You. I appreciate it big time. And, uh, you know, hopefully we get you on, you know, six months down the road and hear the update from the business and see what's going on. Definitely. Would love to. Awesome. Thanks so much, Eric. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Midlife Crisis Cards podcast. We had a ton of fun putting this episode together, and we want to thank you for listening. We want to hear from you, so please don't be a stranger. You can reach Darren at, at Midlife Crisis Cards on Instagram or at dherman76 on Twitter. If you want to stop by and check out our collection of cards, listen to other podcasts, or have fun configuring our new product, the Cardboard Box, a set of hand-curated sports cards delivered to your door, come visit midlifecrisiscards.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay classy, and let's go Knicks.